You got a guy named Manny and a dude named June Talking to a cool woman about the things that they do Sitting around the table and they're drinking some beers Sharing all the stories right in your ear So listen to Just the Gals Just the Gals by Minnie and June Hey! Everybody, welcome to Just what? the Gals podcast with your hosts Manny Ronda and June Chuck. If this is your first time listening, it's just us two guys trying to learn about the world, and what better way to do it than with a lady present? Hey, there you go. You know, and today's guest is no different. She's artiste Ashley Benedict. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, did you fi- have fun? Yeah, I did definitely. We have a gun to her head. Yeah, <laughs> she can't say otherwise. Off camera, <laughs> we forced her to come here. We sent her. We didn't send her uh, an invitation. We sent her a warrant. It was a threat. Yeah. but That's Ashley it. is uh, an artist who just had her piece and is still ongoing gallery the, into thirty six chambers, which is all about Staten Island. It's in Snug Harbor. If you are a Staten Island resident, you can go see it still until May six, two thousand eighteen. Go follow her art at Lady Howell. On go, Instagram. Go follow her art. Go send her DMs and be like, yo, listen, mm-hmm. what's up with that painting? Or what's up with that? I don't know how to describe the 3D the 3D type. Oh, layering. Mixed, layering and mixed media. Yeah. But she she's down to earth. She is down to earth. <laughs> down to the very earth. I'm crunchy. Pretty crunchy. <laughs> half city girl. Incredibly half, interesting. I got a little red on my neck, girl. too. Yeah. A little red on the neck? Yeah. Oh. I know how to chop wood. Red yeah. ATVs. Really? Do you go camping? Yeah. How do we not get into that? Oh my gosh! Oh, we gotta have it back on. <laughs> Look at this. She's it's building a, a fire a right now. Story. She's building a fire right now. She, she's <laughs> actually tying a world famous knot. I wish I knew how before. to do knots. That's to come. That's to come. They don't know that. Next day on the knot story. I can't uh, lie. If if you like what you're hearing after you're hearing this episode, please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. We'd much appreciate it. We need those. We need those ratings. Whether it's negative. We're positive. Yeah. We need those ratings. Something, something. And um, email us at justthegalspodcast at gmail.com if you want to just say hi. If you want to just say hi. Here she is, Ashley, Ashley Benedict. Benedict. <laughs> You'll know why we did that. Whatever you guys want to ask me, I'm down. Hmm. Hmm. Have you killed anyone? No. Not that I'm aware of, unless Damn, I'm like a I thought it was going to be our first guest. <laughs> my first murder guest. You know, Do you, I look murdery? No, but... <laughs> I was kind of hoping that I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's good. Do I look murdery? That's a good question. Because they just caught the, the Golden State Killer. What's his name? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a rapist. He's also a murderer. Oh, he was also a murderer? Straight up murderer. Mm. Oh, Molly didn't mention that. She murderer, was a rapist. rapist, burglar. Trifecta. Jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, supposedly caught him. Maybe caught him? Who knows? There's always like that one guy that has to come forth and be like, I did it, and he's not even. Well, they had to catch him. So he didn't like step forward. Oh, true, true. But DNA can always be a little wishy washy. Is that how they caught him with DNA? I think they tracked him down, and then they said the DNA corroborates with the stuff they have on record. Uh, And this is from like 23 years ago, you said? More. I think mm. I think it's the sixties. What or seventies? I'm not into up. it, but uh, like Pat and uh, wife, who had passed away, wrote a whole book about it. Thus, that 
triggered the reinvestigation. Sometimes that's all leading, they need. Leading to this old man getting caught. Mm. <laughs> how old, how old do you yeah, know how old, old is he? Was? He looked like he was like plus 70. What? Ooh, 70 plus. He was thinking, oh, I got yeah. away with all of that. Yeah. I'm taking this one to the degree. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm getting some Turkey Hill ice cream. Do, 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 do. Like, freeze. He just drops his groceries. He's like, oh, no. It's me. Speaking of people getting caught, Bill Cosby's getting sentenced to 10 he years just, in jail. Yeah. Well, maybe more. Each thing is 10 years. Oh. So he could so. be in life. Yeah. I mean, I mean he but is How much 80. does he have left, unfortunately? Yeah. He's, he I saw like, a savage tweet. It's like, let uh, his wife do out the rest. <laughs> oh. That's so bad. I was like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> That's, so That's a spicy tweet. That's a hot tweet. You know what's gonna be crazy? He, imagine he lives to like 105 or something like that. And he has a last laugh. That's gonna be crazy. No, well, I mean, he's still gonna go away for that long. Right. Ten years he's for, got each. Enough for 30. You think in jail he's just gonna constantly be like, I want some jello. Do you yo, do you think that if he if he came out of jail and he tried to do stand up again, he'd have a lot of like jail bits? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Stories? Of course. <laughs> but no ha. Uh, will anyone go to it? Probably. No. You know what? People would for the curiosity factor. Oh, yeah. I mean, for ex convict sure. comedian? Yeah, you, yeah. you kind of have to. People are already going to Louis C.K. shows. He's been going up uh, lately. And people uh, are going Doesn't up. he drop in, though? So you're forced? Just like he forced him. <laughs> <laughs> Even in comedies. <laughs> or what about like Michael Alec, the party monster killer? Who's that? And he was uh, like a party promoter in the 90s, and he killed a drug dealer and chopped him up and put him in a trunk and kept him in his living room for a while before they took a cab and dumped him in the Hudson. It's a very interesting movie. He was like trying to it. promote parties right after he got out of prison. Yeah. And then people went to the parties. No, but they didn't. No, they no. like uh, shut him down. So yeah, he still attempted. Yeah. He yeah, tried I to guess... cash in on that though. Is that a, is that a law cashing in on your infamy? On uh, on what being post post jail being like, hey, I'm an ex convict. Come to my parties, you know. Eh, it can't be because a lot there's a lot of people who went to jail and like came out and they sold their stories, right? And they were able to get book deals, True. and like, mm. movie deals at times. So maybe promoter, maybe um, I don't know. That shoeless bandit, that kid that stole a bunch of artwork, like millions of dollars worth of artwork, and a boat too, and right? A boat, and a boat, yeah. It, like he's in jail till he's like, I think like thirty six or something. But he'll when he gets out, he's gonna be a millionaire because everybody doesn't want that is. story. <laughs> I hope he is. Yo, that and then the other one in Denmark. Is it Denmark? An inventor, eccentric inventor, prosecuted, uh, gonna serve life in prison because he killed a journalist. Oh, Do you know the story? I, I vaguely recall she's a, this story. She's only yeah. like, she was only and like he killed 30. her on a boat, right? He had a submarine. Yeah. She was doing a story because he's like an eccentric inventor and doing a story. And then I guess went out to sea. Uh, he said CO2 asphyxiation, like she choked on CO2, whatever. Fa they found uh, she was raped and then like weird stabbings near her genitalia area. And then her torso washed up on short without a head or legs. And then they found those two somewhere else. Crazy. That's fucking wild. And then everyone in town was like, oh, he's just a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't think twice about it. They're just like, oh, he's the weird guy. She I wasn't hanging out with him before she disappeared or yeah. anything. But the wild, yeah, the wild thing was like, she went to Columbia and my coworker knows her or knew oh. of her and all that stuff. It's like... <laughs> I'm so sorry we started yeah, off this sorry. podcast. Yeah, sorry. That's cool. With murder. 
murderous. Anyway. But I have to mention that. Do I look murderous? Is that what you're talking about? No, this? no, no. Does I bring that, that up for you guys? All that, Sorry. All that, uh, all those news stories came up like this week. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like insane. And also your uh, your art because of a lot of dead things. Yeah, there, there's a lot of dead things involved. So there's a connection there. Yeah, sort of. Ashley Benedict. I don't think it's really morbid <laughs> and like artist. you know death, but it's more like I don't know. I think of death in a more of a renewal sort of way. It's got to go somewhere. The bit's got to get used by somebody, whether oh. it's me or the earth. Very circle of life. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was just in Louisiana and there's a lot of taxidermy out there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why Why are they so, like, they're really obsessed with stuffed animals. It's oh, yeah. I used to live in Pennsylvania for a long time. Oh, boy. And yeah, they love their taxidermy. That's like a really good living, actually. I to know a guy. To be an expert stuffer. Yeah. I know a guy that went to this like elite taxidermy school and it was very expensive to like even go to the school, but he makes good money just stuffing guess, dead animals for a living i mean if you're buying trophies or oh, want to yeah. make trophies yeah. you want to go to the best and there's a lot of people hunting exactly so that's definitely a good business i guess it, why, didn't, why didn't i never think about that yeah get into taxidermy why not right you're just stuffing dead animals all day that's yeah depressing. but then you have to have like a freezer full of carcasses at oh. all times so i don't know about all that the weird thing is the people who have pets that they get stuffed. i don't know about that i i love my pets but i don't need their Bodies there after they're gone. But I about, love them. How about Barbara there. Streisand? She cloned hers. Ooh, I don't know about mm-hmm. that. Cloning is different though. Cloning is like you know, it's still living. Having like you know, oh, I miss Sandy. Every time I look at her, I would you wear your more. pet? No, no, no. <laughs> Hello, Mister Pickles. I would not. I would not wear my pet if I had a lobster like in the Simpsons episode. Yeah, I would not eat my pet. I couldn't. That was an accident though. <laughs> Pinchy. <laughs> you grew wait, you grew up in Pennsylvania? I grew up in New Jersey and then at thirteen moved to Pennsylvania and Ooh, like went to high school there. That's a yeah. Pivotal age. Yeah, suburbia to super rural. So Ooh, what part of what part of Jersey? Middletown? Is that, by Sandy Hook? Is that south or north? Right in the middle, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Right in the middle, like, you know, where this it separates right there. I have, I have an obsession. It, there's with... actually a little hook right there. I have an obsession with with uh, like deep south New Jersey with all the pineys and stuff. Yes, probably. the Jersey Devil and all that. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I went looking once. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't find anything. We heard some, <laughs> something growling in Dang the woods. Was... We got all freaked out and ran out. It was the middle any, of the day. Any hoof marks? No, no. Mm-hmm. But we saw the house that he like was born in and burst out the top of, supposedly. Yeah, how do you know it's the house? Is there like... Well, we like, you know, found directions on the internet went saw a house with a you know big hole in the roof was there anything like around there no not that i this was a while ago but i remember it just being by itself and very overgrown was it as occupied no no what totally unoccupied you i've seen it on like you know jersey devil documentaries before is it abandoned? It sounds abandoned. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Why yeah. Why would anyone live there? The Leeds family home. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just obsessed with like that. That type of stuff or like something. I like, love paranormal. Yeah. yeah love like it. Something bad happened there. You mm-hmm. always want to know someone lives there because um, th- uh, this is also due to the recently uh, the Madame something to sell something like Whistler. No, no, the house. The New, the New Orleans torture. Oh, no. The lady. Oh, I know chamber. who you're talking about. The one that bathed in virgin's blood and yeah, yeah, tortured she slaves, hundreds of like slaves in yeah. her house. Her house is like people living there right now. 
Really? <laughs> and I was like, I, was, I wouldn't want to live in that. I was like, what? The? I was like, there's no, there's no way I would. You could give me that house for Mm-mm. free. It's a really good area too. Mm-mm. It's a great property value. Probably why it's sold. <laughs> Jeez. Like, there's no way. I'm yeah, no, thank you. That's a lot of so this is what, misery like to live upon. 1800s. Uh, like old, you said slaves. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm terrible with then. years and. Numbers. It was 180 years ago from 2014. I, I, let's say the 1600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1800. Yeah. <laughs> my math skills have been yeah, way that's, uh, that's worse. Yeah, that's not my yeah. for an adult. But the murder house, the Emmyville Horror House, too. There's people living in there. I, I don't know that I could. I lived in an apartment where somebody had died, and I lived with a boyfriend there, and he would not tell me that you know somebody had died there because I'm very superstitious, and I would have been like, hell no. Uh-huh. But then a uh, fellow like uh, tenant told me they paid like $50 more than me. And I'm like, what? So I like called the landlord and found out we paid less because somebody died in our apartment. <laughs> that guy just and I, and like bucks. my boyfriend at the time was probably like, you know, let's move in there. It's cheap as hell. Let's go. <laughs> that's, a, that's how it goes. But you, no, I can't. Ugh, jeebies. Do you have, do you have any ghost stories? Yeah. In that apartment actually. And that's what led me to call the landlord uh, the one after no- afternoon, my- I had two cats and a dog at the time, and they were freaking out in my bedroom like somebody was screaming at them or like two people were having an argument by them. Like, you know, their hackles were up, yeah. up on the bed, cowering. So I don't know. I'm into paranormal stuff. So I just started in the direction that they were upset at yelling, you know, leave my apartment, leave my animals alone. Wow. And like. The shaking subsided, so I thought maybe I had banished this ghost from the apartment and didn't think about it until like a month later, heard this from a fellow tenant. I'm like, that's why. They didn't find the guy for a month. Was he old? Is that I why? guess it was an older man, and they like he was yeah, like a hermity happens. guy anyway, and they never checked in on him. He had no family, and he had a heart attack and died and decayed on my bedroom had floor. <laughs> oh, my had to wait until it smelled a little. Yeah, exactly. And then they... <sighs> They found him, and they got fifty dollars off a month. Just fifty bucks for that? That's not bad. I don't know about that. I think I should get more than that. Yeah, (laughs) I would say at least a hundred. At least a hundred dollars. He messed with my animals. You know, that's true. There was weird paint on the bedroom floor. Is that a complaint you could say to your landlord? Hey, there's a ghost in here. Yeah, I know, right? I'm gonna need you to knock a little off the rent. Thanks. Hey, by the way, there's a leak in my ceiling. Uh, The electricity's a little weird, and there's a ghost. (laughs) And my kitchen cupboards are always open when. And the place used to be a nunnery. Like nuns used to. It was a convent kind of thing. Uh, Kingston, Pennsylvania. Oh, that yeah. sounds. That's why. <laughs> that's <laughs> only where I would be. One time I was hanging out with friends in Buffalo, and I had to stay at my friend's friend's apartment because my friend didn't tell me that she had cats, and I'm allergic to cats. Oof. So I had to stay at that apartment. I had to sleep there. So I was basically like standing there by myself. I would go to sleep and I would have these weird dreams and I would always feel like something's next to me whenever I was sleeping in that bed. Mm-hmm. And then like one day they're picking me up from the apartment and like we're driving back. I'm like, yo, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to stay in the apartment tonight. Like, it's just kind of spooky. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Someone was murdered in that house. <laughs> and I was like, thanks whoa, for telling whoa, whoa. me now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was like, "What?" They're like, yes, yeah, so we got murdered there, and they also didn't find his body for like a uh, like a few, like a few weeks or something. That's gotta suck. Like, if you're if you're a ghost and you've been murdered or you died alone, 
and nobody cares enough to come find you. You got to be a little angry about that in the oh, afterlife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's when you start spooking everybody. Exactly. Cause, Why are you cause hanging like, on? You're, you're hanging out. You're like, okay, it's been like a day. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I, I'm usually right. off the radar for a, a day or two. Okay, that's okay. All right, a month. I got to start spooking people. Three weeks, no one loves me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> would you Would you guys haunt a house if you had uh, the option to? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It'd be so I, fun. I just want to move on. Oh, move no, on. but not, a, I mean, oh, it, you know, if you're a ghost. If I was like murdered terribly and I had to like, you know, find retribution for myself. Me, yeah, maybe in that instance, yes. I mean, Casper was a big influence. <laughs> I want to be like Stretch. I had a big crush on Fatso Casper. And uh, uh, what's the other? Stinky? Stinky. Sounds Stretch accurate. And, he was uh, flatulent. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those are fun guys. Now, were those guys were those guys present? And then he turned in into Devin Sawa. So, like, as a little girl, I was like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. oh he liked that more. movie. That's what it was? Oh, yeah. You, you liked that? Yeah, that movie was yeah. really good. Yeah. Christina Ricci. Those were the days. She uh she looked out in the Were end. you a Wednesday kid? Yeah, Adam's kind family? of. Yeah, but I wasn't like morose like that as a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't like, I can't wait to Halloween. No, I had much more whimsy and hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when did that die? Once you went to Pennsylvania at 13? Uh, no, it kind of lived on for a while. Maybe yeah, well, like in my early 20s. You know, you get a little like jaded. As a kid? I was like really into like making mud pies and learning <laughs> about animals and like, you know. Just being in my backyard making concoctions and ripping apart dolls. That sounds morose, but it's not. Oh. <laughs> I just didn't like dolls. But I love stuffed animals. I would put them in baskets on my uh, clothes drying line. Uh huh. Like it was some sort of like procession or ski lift. <laughs> oh. It was really epic. It's really interesting what, what uh, kids do to their toys. Because I, I used to throw my Ninja Turtles out the window with shopping bags on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as a parachute. Yeah. You yeah, never yeah, use yeah. them how they're intended. Yeah. You just like, you know, you think of some new situation mm -hmm. for them to get into. I would always put like my little toy soldiers in the ice cube tray and freeze them. And I don't know why. <laughs> I just thought it was really cool. They're like, oh man, look at it. They got frozen in there. And I throw them like in the backyard or something. I remember I lit one of my toys on fire. And it got damaged. Wow, you're, a, you're a freaking sicko. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It was a carnage toy, I think, maybe. And it got burned. I was like, oh, no. I burned my toys. I buried it <laughs> well, in the backyard. Oh, you thought it was <laughs> Oh, my God. Did you really? Yeah. You oh. hit it. Wow. Yeah, I hit the evidence. You hit the evidence. I know a lot about you right Because it, it, means, it means I burned something with fire, which, which I shouldn't be playing with, and I destroyed a toy. So I was like, bury the evidence. So, so if you're driving down a highway and you hit a guy... Like it's definitely. I know you did last summer with you, right? Uh huh. You gotta bury the guy, <laughs> yeah. live Wait. your life on. Like I wasn't supposed to be even driving there. I don't want. I was never there. It never happens. Being five other kids and just like ah, uh, no, I don't know. It's not that bad. I won't do that with a human. I hope. <laughs> Oh, I burned him, so I had to hide him. <laughs> I think when you're a kid, you're just like, uh, I got to hide my shame. You're curious about things, yeah. I used, to, I used to microwave a few toys, too. Oh, I used to wow. light tissues on fire, and they would burn up like that. I don't know. I just liked it. I played with fire a lot. Yeah, yeah I did, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would steal my parents' lighters and, you know, just click them endlessly. I burned a lollipop stick once. Not the paper one, but, like, the uh, Chupa Chupa. Was that? Is that? I feel like that's a plastic one. I know what you mean, though. Where it's more strawish and plasticky. Mm -hmm. Burnt that. I was like, ooh. And then the plastic burned and went on my skin. Uh, I was like, ah. And then I still have that scar here. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. I don't scar well. Yeah, me either. I'm covered Sucks. in scars. I have a squid scar. A squid bit me. A squid? Wait, wait, wait. With a beak? Yeah, they have a beak. Yeah. And uh, I reached into a this guy's bait bucket in Sandy Hook in the Jersey Shore, and it just bit me. Oh, there was a squid in the bait bucket? Yeah, like he was going to cut him up and use him for bait, so he's uh, probably angry about that. So he decided to bite me. Uh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Why are you putting your hand in there? I was curious, you know. <laughs> I didn't think it had teeth or a beak, you know. I didn't think it was going to bite me. She, so. wa- she wanted to feel the texture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was slimy. curious about, you know. Like, oh yeah, I have like a little scar on my arm. I'm covered in scars though. Yeah, it's like a, it's yeah. Like a but I'm terrified of squid now. Really? Yeah. Even I have like nightmares it? about squid. Oh wow! Yeah. So like, 20... no, I'll eat them. Okay. I'll eat them. That's Cold my run? retribution. Yeah. Twenty but... <laughs> twenty thousand leagues under the sea. No. Yeah, no. No. Whew. Giant squids are terrifying though. Oh yeah. Or um, the Museum of Natural History when they had the squid hanging up. Do they still have it hanging? They up? They probably do. Yeah. yeah. That would scare the hell out of me. So you grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, Jersey and then Pennsylvania. Yeah. Were, you, were you a good kid? Yeah, I was actually really good. I think my parents kept us very sheltered, but in, not in a terrible way. They were very truthful about how life actually is. Are, are they uh, still together? No, no. They're going to be like divorced for, I think, 20 years coming up. Whoa. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Was that why you went to Jersey? That's why we went moved to Pennsylvania. Or Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yeah. My mom met a guy, and then we moved. Jebediah. (laughs) Stanley, close. (laughs) You know. So then we moved over there. Do you have brothers and sisters? One little sister. And she went with you? Yeah. Okay. That that could be traumatizing, I feel like. Oh, she was more pissed about it than I was. I was like, ooh, there's going to be, you know, wildlife, or, you know, it's something different. But my sister was very miserable about moving into the middle of nowhere. Was it a residential area, or was it like- yeah, like we lived up above this lake that was like a fancy residential area. We didn't live in a fancy house, but you know, there was you know. There's other people re- there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but like to get to like let's say a Walmart is like a forty minute drive. Uh, so oh, wow. <laughs> you can get to like a CVS, and there's now a Subway shop in Shikshini. Shikshini is the Shikshini. name of the town. It means the <laughs> land of five mountains in Susquehannock, Native American. Hmm. Shishkinini. It's a mystery right there. Yeah. <laughs> how long were you how, how long were you in Pennsylvania for? Thirteen years. How is it growing up in an area where it is forty five minutes to get to like a supermarket? Uh, you'd think it's boring, but like we still went to the sit the city in quotation marks we called it the city but it wasn't the city you went to scranton to see the office uh <laughs> little south of there wilkes Bear. you had friends with cars i guess or yeah, you had a car i didn't drive till i was 19 i just took advantage of other people that drove <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'll just you know go with them that's what i did yeah cars and cell phones i waited till like the last possible moment then i bought a car for cash and Ooh, got my license damn but you can drive without a license for a month i found out without getting caught well Pennsylvania I don't imagine no yeah where I was going no no you you do get away with a lot in the high school years you know parties and fields and whatnot yeah I can only imagine yeah like yeah that much woodland areas around you you like drive an hour into the woods to a party and nobody nobody's coming no cops are coming back there yeah is it more drinking out there or drugs drinking I think like most of the time it's like a real coal mining mentality like you go to work like everybody's parents go to mm-hmm. work and then they come home and drink beers like that's just how it is just where you go to like the eagles hall and <laughs> hang out with a bunch of old timers you know stuff like that 
all that uh, all that Yingling. I love Yingling. Yeah, it's like two dollars, one forty-five. I think. The yeah, last it's so time I cheap because you're so close to Pottsville. <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah, I've always wanted to go to that brewery. Did you ever go? I've known people that did, and they say it's like such a good day. Yeah, I want to go. It's free it too. Yeah. That was one of my favorite beers until recently. They made it really public and aggressively public that they're Trump supporters. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that kind of bums me out. <laughs> it was, it was kind of weird. It bummed me out too. Yeah. I, I lo- Ling, Yingling Black and Tans are that's my scrumptious. favorite. Yeah. And, it's, and they're really cheap too, which is mm-hmm. surprising. And it's a good beer. It, yeah, it's a really good beer. And the way they went about it was just like, yeah, we're Trump supporters. We want everyone to know that. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> I didn't even knew this. this like was you're the a beer company. Until. Why do you have to pick sides? Just yeah. just make beer. Just make beer and, and you know have it. Shut the hell up. Yeah, exactly. Don't ruin my day. Exactly. I'm trying to get drunk so it's I can forget about politics, old. and now you're shoving <laughs> exactly. it down my throat again. It's true, and it's America's oldest brewery. Yingling is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on the bottle. Yeah. It keeps making me think it. I thought it was Asian the first time I heard it. Yingling. Like Yingling. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, what, what is kind this, of name is this? What is this tan bottle with this gigantic eagle on it? Find <laughs> <laughs> that it is from America. Did you go to college out there? No, I went to college for Did like a semester. <laughs> a semester, and I was like, it's it's going to sound really corny, but school's never been for me. I have like a brain where I only learn things I'm interested in, and I can't retain anything else. I know that sounds like a cop out, but it just is. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I kind of have the same situation. Yeah, it's so really I was like, focus I'm not me. taking all these remedial classes because I did terrible in mathematics. Like, I I just had no interest. Plus, I, I got used to being a waitress. That's what I still do for a living. So I got used to the money. So, and the flexibility, and to not having to do math. <laughs> or you well, know, just basic math, yeah. money math, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Were you into art going into high school? I always kind of did art. I always like whether I was like making collages. Like in high school, I remember I had this like really epic collage going on my wall. Oh my god! Did you have that one teacher that that did it for you? That I, like I actually would get in fights with my high school art teacher because she would change our stuff overnight. And I would like scream, not scream, but like, you know, get heated about it and be like, art is subjective. You can't change our work and make it look how you want it to look Are like. Are you serious? Yeah, I would get really upset about it. No, not you, her. Yes. What yeah. the heck? Why would she change it? To make it look better on the bulletin To board? be fair, Ms. Luxia, she was a tortured woman is all I could say. And she was just a very neurotic woman. Just that's how she was. Uh-huh. She was a poodle of a woman. And the students would really take advantage of it. And harass her i just would you know not like her touching my stuff overnight and that's what i would get upset about but how would she alter it um she would rip it apart and Ooh. rebuild it like we did and uh you put your name on it uh, no but like we would go <laughs> like i remember we were doing these sculptures in natural clay and i was doing this school i even remember what it was it was a sculpture of my friend shane and he had this like chain and ball and chain on his leg but it turned into a snake and it came up around his throat it was like commentary about the struggle he was going through about his own sexuality at the time he inspired me and i was going to give it to him and i told him all about it and uh she ripped it apart redid my whole like seated figure and i was so upset because i was like it looked like shane why would you ruin it (laughs) 
Wow. I was very upset. That is, and how old are you when this is happening? Like 17. Yeah, that's pretty damaging 16. for someone to like take your work that you put so much effort yeah, into. Yeah, and it was like for like my best friend too on top of it. So I was like. And for, for such a serious matter too. I like, didn't even give it to him because I was so pissed off because she ruined that initial first figure that I never, like I just half-assed it. Did Shane yell at her too? No, he wasn't in class with me, but he was upset for me. That's pretty wild. Yeah. It's pretty weird for a teacher to do too. Especially for someone that wants to do it. Like you very much wanted to do it. I was into to it yeah. too. Like she didn't have to push me. And right. it was like, a, I think that was the year we had the required art course. What if every time she was drunk in the room and then she kept knocking yours over by accident? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just, it just like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, I think he looked like this. <laughs> and she couldn't tell you that she was drunk. Yeah, it's true. She, well, so. I remember the one year she left for like six months. I'm sorry, Miss Luxia, because she had a nervous breakdown. And like oh, then I was no. like, I would make a concerted effort to take it easy on her when I saw other kids were, you know, putting her down and giving her a hard time because they knew they could really get her going. And but then she did that, and I was like, I can't be silent <laughs> any longer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was very upset. I'm sorry, Miss Lucia. No more. Yeah, oh, but man. she was actually an amazing artist, an amazing artist. But you know, unfortunately, got stuck with all those kids at Northwest Area High School. That's <laughs> such a bummer. Yeah, I hate those kids. Why do they do that? Just because they can? I don't know. And it's always like a 16 or 17 year old guy, like. He thinks he's hilarious. Like, just let it go. You're uh, ruining this like 50 year old woman's life. But it is. You mean like, like, what if she? Them? Yeah, but it is something about an authority figure that has no power over you, and now you're like, <laughs> you're my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel bad because I used I really used to laugh at like. Well, I used to laugh at shenanigans. Okay. Like when like thumbtack oh, on the chair. I laughed at it. I'm not gonna lie and yeah. say I didn't because sometimes it was pretty good burns they were giving her so you know you can't help yourself sometimes and, and i remember like once like in the in the fifth grade or sixth grade i forget yeah it had to be fifth or sixth grade. that's when i was in uh catholic junior high school and i remember like convincing the class clown convincing the class clown oh, i was no. like yo you should ask the teacher how babies are made and he was like he's and this like, is he's like why you won't do it and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna do it i was like you should do it though and I knew that he would do it. I knew that because he, he was always begging for attention. I wish I make people laugh. So he actually did it. He asked the teacher how babies are made. And that teacher turned bright red. She was a young teacher, too. And this is like math, right? No. In this, she taught every subject. Okay, okay. So she mm -hmm. was just a general teacher. Yeah, and she got really school. red. Really. Because we all laugh. We all laugh when the kid was just like, how are babies made? And then she, and then she was just like, if you think right now that I won't explain to you the reproductive system. <laughs> You are dead wrong. If we really have a serious <laughs> conversation about it, I'm ready. And we were all looking at each other like, hold on. Like, oh, shit. I'm not ready, <laughs> ready to go with sexist. <laughs> I, used to, I used to, when people used to throw like, in my high school math class, they used to throw paper balls at the, not at the teacher, at the, at the board. But of course. And she would turn around, who did it? And I would just, I would just start dying laughing because it was just so funny to me that like, as soon as you turn around, you see another ball hit the board. <laughs> yeah, when I was in high school, the guys would moo during class. Oh. I know it, like it didn't matter what <laughs> class, but it would be like an echoing moo, which made it that much funnier when you're trying to like, you know, pay attention to something. You can't help but laugh at that. And my friend Darren would do it all the time in chemistry class and he was like a genius. So he just 
never had to pay attention to anything. So he oh, would just, oh God, he was the worst. <laughs> but no, the worst and the best. And he would just moo and everybody would go nuts. It, it was funny, I can't lie. <laughs> Morning classes, that's gold. Yeah, that's, that was, that was amazing. I wish I had the confidence now with exactly. farting in public that I, <laughs> I, don't know about I, that. I, I do, that I that I didn't back then. Because if I was in high school with this type of confidence and farting in front of people, I would have I would I would have killed it. I would have freaking. I'll just like take the flatulence out of it. If I had the confidence now, then I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> you throwing paper airplanes? At Who knows there? what would have happened? You probably would not have been cool. Actually, I feel like yeah, when no, you're even... that that adult confident as yeah. a kid, you're not cool. So true. Are you sure? I, I don't know because like if I'm ripping farts in class. But that's not that confident. That's like a that no. But that that's putting my because I remember I fired once in class by accident. Sure. And the whole classroom turned around at me and pointed at me. Oh, and, and you laughed. wanted to die. They laughed at me, and I was just like, Oh no! <laughs> oh man, get it together! You can't hold your farts, Jesus! And then it would have been bad if you farted again. <laughs> but but now I would have farted again, and I would have got up and farted in front of everybody, and I would have continued to fart in front of everybody. Just like really worked it. <laughs> just and just make it so they're like, all right, he just that's just that's just his guy. He doesn't give a shit. He's the farting kid, bro. <laughs> He's out of control. We can't we can't contain him. We can't even make him embarrassed by it anymore. Oh man, yeah, I don't want to be the farting kid though. It is it is bad, but if you really if you. Hmm. Re- Ready to like endure that type of embarrassment and be okay with it. But the farting guy doesn't really give a fuck, does he? You know, right? Oh, he does. He does. He doesn't care. In my high school I, classes, it, it was if anyone farted. No, but she's it, saying if you're like, the farting guy. If you're guy, the farting guy, you're probably you don't gonna, care. You're, you're gonna you know, live for it. Yeah, exactly. You're oh, going for it. Back then, I was. Back then, I, it was because I moved a certain way. And I, was oh, like, no. I was like, I was like, I was like, escape. Oh, no. Yeah. And if I had a fart, I would always ask to go to the bathroom. By the way, I don't want you to be that confident right now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't come bring that into this. I would this. not do that for a guest. He's warning <laughs> us. He's warning yeah, us. He's like, I'm confident now, by the way. I did I did burp a couple of times. I would never I would never fart in front of him. This is the first time hanging out with Ashley Benedict. Come on. <sighs> what was the collage you were going to talk about? And I rudely oh. talked about the teacher. Oh, I would cut out models eyeballs out of like teen vogues okay like especially makeup ads and i made this, this like this feels so high school right like, it yeah feels so high school <laughs> oh and i can even go even more on that but um i made this like very organic looking like creature shape mm-hmm. of eyeballs on my bedroom wall and like every time people would come over they'd be like what the what the <laughs> hell is that but i thought it was the most amazing thing the day i tore it down i shed a tear how big how big was it by the um, end of it. I want to say it was a good like three feet tall from wow. the bottom of the floor, you know, all the way up. Just all eyeballs? You know, sprawling out. Yeah, just eyeballs. I don't know. It was That's an obsession. Cool. I also, <laughs> in high school, I got a, almost got yelled at, scolded because there was this local murderer. I think he killed like three people. Uh, you know, he was very handsome. Okay, people murderer. are still <laughs> obsessed with him. It's not right, but like he was heavily covered in the newspapers. So every morning in homeroom, we'd get newspapers, and I would cut out his face and put it in my locker. Oh wow! But it was like a joke. It wasn't yeah. serious. Yes, he was a handsome guy, but I wasn't really like obsessed with him. And so people would like you know print out pictures in computer class and give it to me, and then it go uh, in the locker. Uh, 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 and one of my teachers, Mr. Delphine, he was like, "Are you okay? Like." You're obsessed with Hugo Zelinsky. <laughs> we might have to get you help. Like he thought I was like actually obsessed with the murderer. But 
I just I thought it was funny, so I just that kept doing funny. it. Yeah, I just kept doing it. Just to think about who who stumbles upon that. And, and, and to them to think that you're a sicko. Like, Did you put hearts around it? Like Oh, yeah, like there were hearts, <laughs> stickers. Yeah, yeah. You should just cut out like Team Bop, the words, and just keep on putting them around him, too. It's like, oh, Play MASH, but all this guy, Hugh Kaczynski. <laughs> I mean, he's really good looking, right? He was very handsome. He still is handsome. And he represents himself. Trial's still going on. I graduated school in 2007. Well, he hasn't been convicted yet? <laughs> no. What? He's still in prison, but... He's like educated himself on law and he's what? representing he's not himself. falling in love with him again. I know. I, you, can't, you can't help but admire that. Like he's really like taking the yeah, legal system for all it's worth, even though he definitely did kill two people and bury them in his backyard. But then, this is a good story. He escaped prison. He got a bunch of bed sheets, escaped to prison and went and hid in his own house and they couldn't find him. What? <laughs> Swear, Wait, uh, meaning they didn't look there because it seemed they too did, obvious. They did, but apparently or... he uh, like was in the attic. He or was something. in the linen closet. I didn't think the jet. They, yeah, yeah. We checked all the closets. But he the was at closet? his house There's though. No way. Yeah, but they caught him anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah they caught him. He's been in prison for sucks. a long time. I mean, I, I mean, he... I want to say he escaped when I was a freshman. So that was two. And you were like, come, come to me, Hugh. Three. No, I was like. <laughs> terrified because we lived kind of close to the pres the prison and he wasn't like in the news at that time uh -huh. so i didn't know how beautiful Hugo was <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> he's like taking a job no, i remember yeah, my sister and i were home alone when the alerts came out there was a escape convict we're like oh my god he's gonna come to the boonies and come get us <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen i mean escaping a prison with bed sheets and like what year was it uh 2004 that's pretty brilliant yeah a and brilliant then, or a bad prison? I mean, how bad is that prison? I mean, he's coming out of a I feel like window. I could go on on you. Where do you get all those sheets too? Yeah. Was it, was it, was it one floor? No, he he's did, like, How did he right? convince everybody to give him his, their bed sheets? Yeah, he convinced everyone they were warm. <laughs> True. Yeah, you guys are all warm, right? I guess like women are obsessed with him, so I'm not the only one, guys. And uh, I know a lady that works at the prison, and she would tell me like people, you know, women are sending him. Photos, underwear, yeah. Self-taught lawyer. Yeah. That's not rare. The, what you call it? Those brothers that murdered their parents. Oh, the Menendez brothers. Menendez brothers, they're married. Both of them. Really? Yeah. Post um, murders? Yeah, married while in prison. They were sentenced in jail. Hmm. And people married them. Wait, they were what? They were in jail. So they were in jail. <clears throat> yeah, they were in jail. And then married. And somebody was just like, I want to marry you. I'm Is that allowed? You. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I, that's why no, I was, a lot of murderers get married. Like Charles Manson, didn't he marry like a younger allowed, chick? Though. Yeah, I think really. some offenses you're not allowed to, uh -huh. if I'm not mistaken. Like you have to be not so bad of a criminal, you know. But <laughs> the judge is like, you're a bad. If Charles boyfriend. Manson can get married behind bars, I don't know what constitutes bad. Then you just can't stop love. That's true. <laughs> I guess not. A rom com. <laughs> that is pretty oh man yeah I, I don't understand that but I just understand like how, why I mean unless like you marry well uh, if they inherited money do you ever hear it. of the what is it the West Memphis three Damon Eccles and them the three guys that yeah. were sentenced to murdering the two little boys and they were like the goth kids at it's their like high three, school three guys to kill two kids they didn't even do it they were sent they were in prison for 25 years before they got released and because the DNA, there was no way that they could have done it. Uh -huh. 
And they really just, because they were the three goth kids at their high school, and the police had um, singled out one of them who was uh, mentally handicapped and, you know, tortured him in, in interrogation and made him say things. So these three boys who were 17 years old went to prison. But anyway, one of the guys, he wound up getting married in prison. And Yikes. he's a great guy, so very inspirational person to go through all that and come out okay. Wrongfully in prison? Mm-hmm. That's that, that's something I, just like Mev, I can't wrap my head around. Yeah. <laughs> to be in jail and not For not, almost not 30 years? It. Since you're like a teenager? There was someone who was wrongfully in prison when he came out. They were in prison for like 25 years and they sued for like $4 million and they won. Rightfully so. Yeah. But I was thinking to myself, I was like, 25 years, $4 million, that doesn't add up. No. At all. In a prison. You can't pay me back time. Unless it was like a prison where I was by myself and I had Instagram <laughs> and I had like all video games and I was able to eat whatever I wanted to eat all the time. 25 years, $4 million, maybe. Yeah, those prisons that like CEOs go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of those, maybe, but that is not. I would want a million dollars a year, mm-hmm. at the very least. When did you seriously start doing your art? I think in 2012, I really took it up again and started doing like watercolors and drawing. Are, are you self-taught? Did you take any? Yeah, I never went to like art school, but mm-hmm. I did take classes when I was 11 to 13 in this guy named Lloyd's basement with my best friend and. He actually taught me a lot about technique and whatnot. I always took like elective art classes, but mm-hmm. never th- anything like extensive. A lot of the work I saw at the exhibit where I met you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jatik's, uh, what's the, it's 36 Chambers? Yes. Okay. Shaolin into the 36 Into the 36 chambers. chambers, yes. A lot of that uh, artwork that I saw there was a lot of like, I don't even know what to describe it because I'm not too fluent in art language, but it seemed like you were like, putting stuff on boards, painting around it, kind of collaging stuff. Like, did you start doing that at an early age or was, did it start with drawings and then paintings or? Yeah, kind of drawings. And then I would do acrylics when I was teenager, like acrylic paintings on canvases. And then since moving to New York, I moved in with my dad and he let me have the basement like workbench to Ooh. destroy. So I actually got a lot of self teaching in different techniques and I like layering things. I think there's something to be had with layering things and Could you something describe to be what layering is? I'm, I'm like not... uh, different layers of like textures or um, I like layering photos that I've made see-through on top of glow-in-the-dark to like have the glow-in-the-dark come through but also the different photos beneath come through. Do you, like play, do you like playing with, because a lot of your work was in blacklight. Do you like playing yes, with that stuff? yeah. I like the whole concept of black light and not only the 90s, like or for me, 90s nostalgia, but like it goes way back to like the 60s. Uh, but the neon is more 90s to me. And that's like when I grew up and everything I had mm. was neon colored and I love black light stuff. I made my mom get me a black light and a lava lamp and like the whole resurgence of the 60s and 70s at that time. And uh, I also like the black light because it does like give a nod to the taboo in life and unspoken things and human sexuality and what have you. And as a female artist, we give the whip, the weapons, you know, we use the weapons we've been given. So 
So. What did you do in between graduating high school, taking the one semester, and then starting up art again? I think like uh, I was just working and, you know, I was, I was young and in love and got ah. distracted by that stuff. And then, you know, you break up or move on and, you know, you find yourself as an so individual were... again and you remember the things that used to make you happy before those times and get uh, reinvested. Was that a high school, high school love? Not really in high school. Like, I think I wrote more in high school. I still write. Oh, no, no, the private. boy. Oh, no, uh, there were two boys right back to back right after high school. So I was like more concerned about like, you know, living in my apartment with my boyfriend and decorating with the little crafts I made around our apartment and stuff like that. That is a period of time. I yeah. Had that too with like, uh, I want to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. This is a thing. Not that that's not a beautiful thing, but. Uh, no, it's you a know. horrible thing. And I don't like <laughs> but, you know, I just, you know, moved yeah, into a different it sounds, phase of life. Sounds nice. <laughs> it, it sucks in other ways though i didn't do that though anyway uh so you were waiting tables yeah and sort of making I'm money for money's sake, money yeah. sake and then what what kind of guys are you dating are they like i don't know you you have a look but i don't want to assume like were <laughs> they in I've bands date, over the years i've dated all different kinds of guys i've dated drummer i dated a drummer uh, yes. <laughs> skateboarder slash photographer uh, oh, we know one of those guy in the military. Wow, um, he was also a skateboarder. <laughs> he was actually. I How did you it. know? He grinds on the planes. But <laughs> he was he was kind of redneck too, and would like take me four wheeling and stuff. That was actually fun. That is now, fun. would you say you're a city girl or a uh, country girl? I like both. I like the I city half, and I like the country. Yeah. yeah. Also, wait, I, I must have missed it. When did you wind up in Staten Island? Uh, four years ago. I and just that, needed a change and like I wanted to leave northeastern Pennsylvania and my dad was like, well, if you want to change, come live with me. Oh, and he's in Staten Island. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My family's always been here. Like my aunt and uncle, oh. like my my aunt worked at Curtis and my cousins went to Curtis and, you know, hmm. my great aunt was here. She passed away a few years after I came here. So it was nice. I had the time with her and, you know, like my last grandparent. What a great like... uh being kind of city, but also suburbia. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you kept going to your dad for like the summers? Yeah, or like, you know, the, the weekends. The big old city. But like on, you know, when you're in high school, you're like, I want to be with my friends on the weekend. Right. So it wasn't every weekend, but yeah, throughout high school. So you, I guess you did have the commuting aspect, mm-hmm. just city life. But I will say that when we came here, we were like so sheltered that like we could go like in a four block radius and that's it. Like to the deli and back, and that's it. Oh, because of this area? I don't know why. Uh, I just think because we were little girls, and like yeah. my, they were overprotective, my grandparents. Well, this area, he lived in this area, St. George? We lived in Bay Terrace. Bay Terrace? Back, that's what... back then was still pretty rough. Uh, like in the 2000s? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty rough. That's really? Pretty rough. Yeah, that's pretty that's rough. not, not yeah. rough. I don't yeah. know. People yeah. are always like, you live in such a nice neighborhood. I'm like, oh, it's all right. Now now it is. But even like, I mean. I feel like it felt better then than it did now. I don't know. But yeah, I was I a kid. And I was blissful. like, had yeah. yeah, exactly. Had the optimism of a <laughs> there's child. There's some yeah. like crack pipe over there. Yeah. You got like a robbing happening there. <laughs> you got someone like. These are people just living. It's okay. We're just living. He's like, hi, Mr. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Four block radius, that's why. And then you're single and you're like, I want to live my life. Yeah, kind of. For me. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Art makes me happy. It's a nice like flow state you achieve Mm -hmm. when 
you know, athletes will say it that they attain the flow state when they're totally focused on whatever action that they're doing or like they could even see more clearly in a game let's say I feel like I can see more clearly having processed things through my art because that's what it is are you creating every day kind of thing every week or I won't lie after this show which was my first sh into, art show ever into 36 chambers yeah. yeah I was kind of burnt out that I didn't make anything for like a month I just started again oh so, nice yeah well, all the stuff there, did you prepare for that show? Yeah. Whoa. We had to follow a prompt. And so that was like two months where I was like obsessed with finishing what these follow, pieces. Follow a prompt, I'm sorry. Um, like we had to make three different pieces. Uh, one representing for us what we believe Staten Island is hmm. or an aspect of Staten Island. And one being a community we find ourselves subscribed to and the last being like a self-portrait or something that's you so would you like me to describe what i have in the show <laughs> was the pot was the possum here that's me was that you that's was it really me. that's my oh, self-portrait because my mom wanted to name me eggs because my last name is benedict she was like <laughs> oh it'd be such a cool name for a girl eggs benedict I was like, oh no to go through life being a woman named Eggs. Yeah. I don't know how cool that I did name my cat Eggs Benedict, but I think that's an appropriate name for yeah, a pet, yeah, yeah, yeah. not a person. Because you don't you don't start immediately think about pregnancy and eggs. Exactly. That's what that's where my mind goes. I'm like, I'm just gonna be walking ovum to my mother. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about breakfast when you said eggs benedict. I was like, mm. Oh, for sure. But then eggs when benedict. she goes, oh, I'm gonna be a grown woman going to my gynecologist and then a new doctor, she's like Hmm, eggs. Okay. All right. <laughs> this must be a prank. I mean, it's different, but I don't need to be that different. You know, kind of already different. Eggs Benedict. That would have been too much. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> I already get the eggs Benedict, uh, Benedict Arnold bit all the time. That so. does sound like a cute name, though. Hey, eggs. Eggs. <laughs> like a dude could be named eggs. I don't know about a chick. That's like That's like the buddy character on a sitcom. Yeah. Like, oh, eggs is coming over. Like, <laughs> and then people would think of like nicknames for you, like, ah, oh, scrambled, sunny side up. Yeah. Poached. I had weird nicknames anyway. Ashtray. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is it because you smoke a lot? No, I didn't even smoke pot at the time. But it was from, what's that Wayne's Brother movie? Wayne's World or Wayne's, Wayne's Brothers? Wayne's Brothers. Uh, Don't be a I think it was like a prophecy that Ashtray. I was going to become a huge stoner. But yeah. Did you love that movie too? I just like being called Ashtray because I thought it was like badass. <laughs> and I that was my tag name when I'd go like tag buildings. Oh, dang. You're a tagger too? Oh, shit. Back you in the day. Confessed. You used to be a graffiti artist? Back in the oh, day, snap. yeah. All right. Satchel, there's limitations. It's okay. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> the worst was like a bus stop in Nanacoke that I got. And it was a glass pane and... My tag used to be a spread eagle woman, and then I'd write ashtray underneath it. Or like, <laughs> it's terrible, but like have a cigarette in her lady bits. And that was my signature. And they couldn't get it off the pain. They wound up having to replace the pain entirely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used some like industrial marker my stepdad had given me, and it wouldn't come off. So I was like really, really proud of that for a long time. <laughs> Sidelines, you're just shaking your hands. You're like, yes. That was me, yeah. Uh, were you were you spray painting a lot of stuff too? No. I was just like marker things. Oh, just markers? I was just like a little shit going to shows and like in the alley. Like, let me write my name. Like write it on a chair in the venue. Are you a big, fan, are you a big fan of Banksy? 
It's very cliche. In high school, I was, you. but you know what? I actually have respect for Banksy because he does have a message, and he does have something to say. I don't think it's that he's so hype. I I think you could write it off and be like, oh, hyped. Uh, Banksy's all hype, and because he has the entire world watching what he's doing, that's the only reason why it matters. But it really doesn't. Like he does make a lot of statements. Yeah. And he he's got the money and resources to make it big. So Do you think he's one person? I know it's a collective because if you watched I, I watched all the Banksy documentaries. I don't care. I, I dig oh, when it. he came to New York, I was obsessed with him. Yeah, they made yeah. a documentary about that. And like they it seems to me like it's it's his ideas for the most part, but he has like a bunch of people helping him execute those ideas. Because they're all stencils. Yeah, or actually he had like when he came to New York, he yes. did a uh he did the mound uh, in, uh, in no, Queens, that, the, the, the truck with the stuffed animals yes, screaming. Stuffed animals like it was like a commentary on how much animals we eat. Mm -hmm. is... There was a forest in the back of a truck too. Yeah, and the wasn't there like a car doing wheelies or burning out and it was um they were playing the I wanna say it was Afghanistan where we uh, the U.S. government had killed a bunch of civilians in a strike, and we were trying to like it got WikiLeaked, and it was they played the whole like tape from the mission. Oh wait, I think yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. oh, there was like a car in it. It, it was an I think it was an abandoned. Car it was a, a lot. Or yeah, yeah, but like the car was doing something or it was smoking or something. Yeah, it was remember. it was something weird like that. Something like that. But, but was, I remember the playing, tape yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the, the, the rock sphinx in uh, Queens. Yeah, but that never actually, them. they don't, they say he did it, but they don't know for sure. They sold it like he did They like did, did sell it. it like he did it, but, and he says like, so what? People sell it, they make a buck for themselves. It's public art. I went to England for, uh, for my girlfriend was traveling for work and I went to this like weird like club, this private club that people were able to like sign up and have membership to. Mm -hmm. And they said... That, that that there was a middle uh, painting and it, it was a Banksy. I said that's a Banksy. I was looking. I was like, how did they get this painting off a wall? It's in glass. How did it? How is this a Banksy? They chop up buildings for him. Yeah, they just chop up buildings for him. I don't know. He he has a legacy. That's for sure. Yeah, Banksy so. too. Yeah. Really funny. Hanksy writing is, but it's the same kind of thing, but more whimsical. Yeah, way more whimsical actually. But it's you know. I like street art. I think because I was a teenager when street art was so hot that you kind of have to have appreciation for it. Do you want your art to have a message or is it self-expression? Do you want people to get things out of it? I like hearing what other people get out of it. I know what I'm trying to say by it. and But I like hearing other people's interpretations or what they feel looking at something. Mm -hmm. Were you eavesdropping at the show? No, not really. I thought I thought maybe that's what you're doing because I was like I was, I was like for a few hours I was like or an hour I was taking pictures of people like one of the pieces, I'm nude from the back in it and I I thought it was funny taking pictures I didn't of that. yeah taking pictures of people taking pictures of my butt like a real inception kind of thing. <laughs> So I was like, you know, just hanging around. Well, and everybody was yelling at me, go hang out by your work and explain it to people. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, I guess I'll hang out over there. Oh, I thought maybe. No, we don't want to do that. No, oh, I thought it was like, oh, God, like I got to stand by it yeah. and everything. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty You don't want to explain yeah, no. your work. It's like doing a comedy show and sticking around afterwards. I had to do it the other day. We had a panel at, at 
Snug Harbor. And I had to like go first, uh, of course, and explain what each piece meant. It's like, oh, why do I got to go first? Like I felt like <laughs> like in school again, why do I got to go first? Yeah, do you guys like knowing the inspiration behind something? Yeah. Like, like a song? Yeah, I do. I think it's I find crucial. it interesting, but it doesn't always have to mean that to me, if that makes sense. Okay. I thought so until recently when I asked um, my one of my good friends is in a band called the Gigaherbs, and I asked him I, I I was asking him what one particular song that meant a lot to me meant, and he told me a totally different thing than what I interpreted it as. I was like, it's like it's like your my, my whole world. Is it's ruined. like you're meeting your heroes and they're awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was kinda, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, but then. Their explanation of it was pretty good too, but I was like, "Oh, for years I thought that meant something else." Hmm. Like, yeah, that is kind of a letdown. Yeah, then that would be a letdown for sure. I want to say the artist has less intention than the person looking at it usually, unless it's a Banksy where it's like literally a political statement, whatever. But I feel like when you draw stuff, it's like, "All right, here it is," and then Although, everyone's like, "I see it." Ah. Oh. When I first moved to my dad's, he had a roommate who was an older guy, like in his 60s, and he was a painter too. So it was kind of cool. Like, you know, he was all excited that I was a painter too. And, but he would just go too deep into his explanations of why he painted what he painted. And I remember he had like a commission for a guy who liked bicycles and the number 54 or something like that. And it was a bicycle and a repeating 54 in a like spiral in the background. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But like you just took literally what the guy told you <laughs> and did that, you know. And but he was like, it was a 30 minute explanation of the piece. And I was like, it's cool, but like we don't have to think about it that much. But then there are things that I've made where I was obsessed with them for two months. I've never shown them to other people besides Instagram, and like, I'm a, it's all very meaningful. So I, I get it. Do you sell your work? I've never. I've sold like little bits and pieces. I've never made more than like fifty bucks. Do you like the stuff? I'm open to it, but <laughs> you're saying you're obsessed with your work. So I was wondering because I know a lot of artists who I really started making like sculpt, not sculptural, but like more intricate pieces for myself to decorate my bedroom really like stuff i wanted to see hanging up or an idea i had and bringing it to life so it can hang in my bedroom in my bedroom gallery and look cool like or it because i'm journaling my life either way mm. ah. like i made these i don't want to call it a series but a bunch not that i was in a relationship i was in a casual relationship and the shit he would say to me I just thought it was funny. It's not funny because it was actually like either aggressive or controlling or manipulative. But I was more intelligent than he was, so it really didn't phase me. But I would, you know, take it, put it on a canvas, and like feel better about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hard, now that I'm like over him, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll get rid of those now. Those I'm ready to part with. <laughs> yeah, isn't it weird how like certain things that like, I think about it like listening to like old clips of like uh, stories I was telling or like 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 stand up I was doing. I'm just like, man, what the hell was I feeling back then? It's so weird. Mm. It's like so. It's like, like you're not even that person anymore. Yeah, you're exactly. Completely different. Yeah. It's like why did you put up with that? <laughs> <laughs> why did you make an art piece that took even more time? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I couldn't explain that. It was like more of a reminder to like you know 
stay aware. Do you uh do you, do you have the all that stuff on your Instagram? Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 best one that he ever said to me was like, "Uh, you're gonna have to block me because I'm gonna hit you up no matter what." And I was like, "Yeah, that's so aggressive." Ooh. You don't say those things to me. Yeah. We won't say nothing. You better. No, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, how dare you? <laughs> you better block me or else I'm going to keep hunting. Like, uh, something like that. And I was like, I got to just put this down on a canvas and feel how better. Did he, say about it? It. did he say in a Shakespearean way? He was like, you're going to have to block He was me not that eloquent. Unless I'll keep on Then it's hot. Or was I? It wasn't like in a chasey way, like yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I feel romantically about you. It was like not that way at all. I'm gonna, you better block me, otherwise I'm gonna kill you up. <laughs> it was a threat. Game. So I was like, yeah, threaten me, see what happens. That is weird. What's what's in the books for? What's what's next for? Yeah, I, <sighs> yeah, I did an art show. That was a pretty. That was pretty. I mean, that's like a real big first step out to take and. Were it's you like approached when or was an application? I was approached. Ja hit, uh, hit me up on Instagram. He was like, I like your stuff. I'd like to put you in a show. That's and then cool. I wound up meeting him. And he's a good friend now. So He's a really good dude. Real nice guy. So, I really like what he's know, doing for this island. And he did a lot for me too. So Because I wouldn't have really tried. <laughs> like I posted on Instagram because I'm into it. Like in, you know, my friends might be into it. But not in a self-promotion kind of way but now this year i'm taking more of a proactive approach and self to self-promotion trying to at least i just hate selling myself i can sell bacon and eggs all day but my art <laughs> nah, it's like so sensitive yeah it's 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 always hard for the artist to promote it to promote her or himself some people are just like naturally built that way and i'm just not so <laughs> I can understand that. I can relate to that. I found myself promoting better than being an artist myself. Sometimes. <laughs> Have you ever thought of venturing out of Staten Island? Oh yeah, I, I I've made like little toe dips into the pool in Brooklyn, but I really found it to be so pretentious. And the scene here in Staten Island is so much more. You open. do have your own studio. I know I do, <laughs> and like I feel like I'm already a step ahead. Not a step ahead. I don't mean it like that, but uh, you, can you know, it's okay. I got my dad's basement. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in paint now. But yeah. you know, uh, a lot of people have to pay for studio space exactly. to destroy. So I have it for. Well, I mean, I pay rent, but I have it <laughs> as part of my rent. <laughs> so that that That's is great. a definite leg up because I'm thankful. Like that is one thing about moving to New York. I've I've been really thankful to have the space to. Fuck around. It's cool that your dad lets you do that. I'll have a good story to win about you over that. with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> They're still like, you know, I'm still a pawn. No I'm kidding. <laughs> I was making these polymer. I made a polymer clay male member, and I left it in the oven because it was a lot of clay to just, you know, bake off overnight with the oven off but warm, you know, to just finish the baking process. Wait, are you doing? It a, I'm sorry, I mean to interrupt. Are you doing it in a regular oven? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Real, real analog. And he's trying to make cookies. He, he gets up in the morning and I didn't turn off the oven light. I was like, I'm just going to leave it in there. And I had planned to turn the light off, you know, so, so my dad didn't think I put like a sex toy or something in the oven. And he saw it and he's like, you know, I got to tell you, when I came home down in the morning and I saw a dick, I laughed so hard. <laughs> and I'm like, thank God 
my dad's cool, you know, and doesn't care if there's a glittery penis in his oven. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool with it. And he texted my mom a picture of it. And he was like, look what the, our daughter left in my oven. <laughs> so proud. Yeah. He came to my show and he was like, can I get a picture with you and hug you? I was like, yeah. He was like very proud. It was cute. <laughs> we're going to try a new segment with you, Ashley. Never done before. And we're going to call it Lady Truths. Lady Truths. What's something that you as a woman want to let men know? Hey, maybe this. Oh. Wow. Like, what, what's something... <laughs> That we should know about the world that maybe is not relevant. I think I want to say what I said when we were not recording. Um, (laughs) That men and women, like, there's different standards for us, but there's two things a woman, like, can never be. Mm -hmm. And still be liked or get ahead in her career or what have you. And that's like a rude asshole person. Being a rude woman? Yeah. Like, nobody likes a rude woman. But Uh if you're a rude man or an asshole guy, like, you're still going to have friends. You're still going to have a career. You're still going to have people that are probably going to be afraid of you Mm -hmm. and intimidated by you rather than, like, turned off by you as they would a woman. And the second second being... what did I say? You said can't I think be it was a, about an the, asshole the, and the standards about sexuality and uh, and can't be like free sexually or just their own sexual being because you're going to be judged for it, whether you're a prudish woman, quote unquote, or you're a more open woman. Either way, you're judged. And then we were talking about how women uh, date just to be with one person and not be perceived. There is a stigma where, like, you really want to go into it. I know so many women that will date and be with men that they don't really care about just from to keep from being in touch with their sexuality to the point where, like, they don't masturbate. They only sleep with guys. Like, they're so out of touch and it's so stigmatized for them that they can only be with another person and not with themselves. And I think that's be really sad. Like, I don't know. I I was raised with really open parents that were like, you know, be a fully formed person before Mm -hmm. you're with somebody else and know what you want. The airplane rule. Take care of yourself before the next person. Or so you know how to take care of another person. Right. (laughs) Totally. So, you know, that bums me out for women across the world. So hopefully we'll move away from that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the bitchy woman thing, you think it's because they've not held positions of power traditionally, thus we can't recognize that kind of person or, or not that I'm the biggest Hillary Clinton fan, but she's always going to be criticized for what she was wearing, what her hair mm. looked like, what her makeup looked like, the expression on her face, um, the tone of her voice far more than a man will ever be criticized about those things. And those things are all about what you look like and how you're coming off where a man can be exactly who he is, speak with the cadence he usually uses. And it's not a thing. And also be as old as he wants. Yeah. And that must discourage women from even taking those positions. But I think it, but not now. I feel like now now, I think it just emboldens women even further. Yeah. Before maybe not. You want to break the glass ceilings. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. start a war. 
Thank you for sharing that. No problem. And dudes are was... cool though. I love dudes, but you know, like there's a lot of open-minded guys out there. Let's How just make more of us. them. We're so adorable. I love Look dudes. <laughs> We're just the guests. I just come off as like a like a man-hating feminist a lot, no, but that's think... not the issue. No, I, just... I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. No, yeah, no, I, didn't, I just got no. that the other day, and I was like, no, I'm like a really shitty feminist, actually. No, I don't get. I don't get that from you. No, that's good. Good. I'm glad. And I would tell you. Good. Tell me the truth. I think we got to end on that. Oh. <laughs> Let's end on death. I know, but... Uh, well, thank you so much, Ashley, for Thank doing you for this. having me. Of course, of course. Ashley, what is your Instagram where people can find your you art? You can find me on Instagram at Lady Howl, one word. Like H-O-W-L? Yeah that, yeah. that wasn't taken? Lady no, Howl? I try to take it on every platform because that's what I'm going to... When yeah. I write my memoir, that's what yeah. it's going to be called. <laughs> Lady Howl. Lady Howl. Yeah. Give, give, us, give us a little toot. What's a little lady howl we can we can play in the audio version? Well, my my thing about that and like the line that's gonna be on the cover of the book, and I'm dead ass serious about this, it's gonna say whether it's in grief or pleasure, a lady howl is the most beautiful thing you've ever heard. Ooh. Say it one more time, like like you're reading your audio book. In grief or it, in pleasure, a lady howl is the most beautiful thing you can hear. Well that's I, good. That's wow. good. No, I'm that's good. Up, that's I'm good. Mess up the ending, but yeah. Yeah, I caught it. That's the a, that's Ashley a good line. Benedict I like that. memoir. Ashley, <laughs> Lady Howl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lady Howl. The Ashley Benedict memoir. In grief or in what? Pleasure. In pleasure. In grief or in pleasure. Yeah. It I is. don't mean like you know that. That's a broad statement. You could be having a hoot and holler in time. You know. <laughs> 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 or you could just meet a nice, nice fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice fellow. That Orlando. too. But we can see your art. We can maybe, maybe DM her and to learn a lot of things buy, about me through my Instagram. Stuff. Can people DM you for art pieces and give you a price quote? Yeah. Don't lowball her. Give yeah. Her a good you quote. want some maybe of my boy pieces? <laughs> they're welcome. Huh? Uh, awesome. That's so cool. And then hopefully we'll see another art gallery soon. I'm, I'm, a solo, I gotta get out there. A solo exhibition. That would be banging. Would you, All black light. Would you sell that possum hair piece? Yeah. I, I it's it's for sale through Snug, okay. actually. All right. Yeah. What's that? Is that a website? Uh, Snug Harbors. Oh, oh, like, oh, oh. I think you can buy it through them or Jaw. The even. exhibit's going on to May 6th, right? Yeah. May yeah. 6th. Yep. Go mm-hmm. see it, folks. Yep. So if you are in Staten Island or want to venture out, at Snug Harbor is into Thirty Six Chambers, mm-hmm. which is an art exhibition. Maybe you'll run into a ghost there. About Staten Island, Spring. I saw this amazing piece. It's a mirror that was all black. That one spoke spoke to me the most. Yeah, that was a good, nice one. Uh, we have anything coming up? We have a May Six show. May Six, May Twenty Fifth, Super Secret Show. I have. I'm 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 throwing a concert May Nineteenth uh, to help raise up money. For my video project called Manny's Mixtape. So if you like music and getting drunk outside. Where's that going to be? It's going to be SI Maker Park, right outside of SI Maker Space. Very cool. Jesus, those people are great. They're letting me use their space in every which way. I love them so much. Yes. Follow us, follow us on Facebook, Super Secret Show. I'm at the Universe. Goodbye. And he's at Manny Rondon. Oh! Lady <laughs> Hell! <laughs> the song you're hearing is by Sabrina Fracciola. Oh!